welcome to Healthy Perspectives Podcast with Jeremiah, where we provide clinical perspectives on current social and cultural issues. And don't forget, you can subscribe at Podbean, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe at any or all of them. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Getter, Twitter, and many other social media sites. Or you can email us at healthy perspectives with an S at protonmail.com. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. Imagine for a moment that you, one morning, wake up and you're having a hard time seeing. And so you reach over and you grab some glasses, maybe off the nightstand or something like that. And you put them on your face and it changes the way you see. It's pretty easy to imagine. Well, imagine then that as the day goes on and your eyes clear a little bit, you're wearing those glasses still, and you start to struggle to see because the sun is so bright. And so over the top of those glasses, you add another set of glasses. Now you've got two pairs of glasses on your face. Other than looking a little silly, possibly, you're, what you think you're doing is making things more visible. Unfortunately, sometimes the glasses you put on your face, they distort reality not make it more clear. Let me tell you what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about engrams and the influence that engrams have on all of us. Every single person. An engram essentially is an initial memory. And I'm going to focus on the different uh, engrams, well, some different engrams that affect us every single day. And I'm going to help you, I hope, paint a picture that's a little bit clearer. So, for instance, have you ever noticed when you put on some red glasses that all the red stuff disappears? Or you put on some blue and all the blue stuff disappears? There's a reason for this. It's because they distort our vision. Well, our brain does this automatically if we are not intentional. We start with an initial memory, an engram, and everything that we see after that moment runs through that lens. Everything. We can't unsee that. So your mission over the next few minutes as I talk about some engrams that affect you and me every day, I want you to challenge one of your engrams. I want you to try to see it without the normal shade of glasses that you have on your face. We're going to start with a really simple one that affects all of us 
all the time. Sex. There's two different categories that I want to focus on. One is biological. Now, biological, leaving a human alone, a a person will figure out the biology of sex. It is not that complicated. But the way we have social constructs, these expectations of, of interaction between two people is very complicated. And that would be the relationship. Now, if you're biology dominant, in other words, you were raised that the body works like this and this is what it's supposed to do, it creates a a fair amount of freedom, a shamelessness. That can be kind of good at times. But when it runs into relationship dominant, you can have conflict in a big hurry. It's like, well, the body can do this, so let's try it. Mm. Even if my body can do that, I don't want to. It's outside of my relationship boundary. Notice how there could be a conflict there real quick. So a biology-focused lens is going to say, if the body can do it, it's fair game. A relationship-focused lens says, if it's not pleasurable, if it's not, uh, you know, relationally acceptable, I don't have to, nor do I want to. Keep that in mind as we go, because those are two very different lenses. So let's talk about the engrams for religion. Grow up, you have no religion in your life. You're free to to go or not go wherever you want religiously. Sounds pretty nice in a lot of ways. It's like, wow, I can explore all of them. That's a lens at which you could look through at the world. How would you, if you had no religion in your foundations, the initial lens that you put over your eyes, if you had no religion in there, How would you view people who are religious? Would they look kind of weird, quirky? It's like they're praying to the air. That's what it might look like. Now, if you reset that lens and you have a specific religion, do you look at all the other religions and say, those are weird and quirky and people without religion? How do you look at them? I'll tell you what often happens. People who are religious, who have that lens right up by their face that said religion is there. There is a supernatural. They'll look at somebody who's not religious and say, maybe the most lost of them all. As if they can do anything they want with no moral construct. How about money? If you, uh, if you grow up in a world where the first lens is, we don't talk about money. Do you look at people who talk about money and judge them? Very interesting concept. 
And if you flip that and you put on the lens of money is an open discussion always, we can ask about money, we can talk about money. Does that change the view? Absolutely. I'll go over just a few more and then we'll move on to, uh, uh, you know, something that's, I think, the most important today. Let's talk about safety. Safety is a big topic in adolescence. There inevitably comes a point at which a child, a kid, a teenager, if we're really lucky and we keep them innocent long enough, that the innocent gets lost. That innocence disappears because safety gets destroyed. Now, the longer that takes, it's going to affect a lot of things. To remember innocence is very different than to never remember innocence. Some people have this lens where they never remember what it was like to be safe. The only lens at which they can view the world is through a lens that says, there's danger. Think about that. There's danger? Everywhere you look, all you can see is a tint of danger. You look left, there's some danger. You look right, there's some danger. Well, what about the alternative? What about people who make it into their 40s, their 50s? I work with clients that have made it far into life before they encounter any significant trauma. That moment of complete loss of control where they are a victim, where safety becomes really a deep question. It changes the lens. Drugs. Drugs is another one of those topics. You grow up, you've got parents who use drugs. You have a view that this is normal. You grow up, You've got parents that won't touch drugs. You have a view that it's not normal. That lens taints everything. No matter which side you're on, it taints everything. And one more, violence. If you grow up and you see violence routinely, the expectation is the violence is there and it's going to be there and you might as well deal with it. If you grow up and you don't see violence, there comes a moment where you witness violence and it's shocking because the lens at which you look through says that we should be safe, not violent. Those are some areas I want you to challenge yourself a little bit. So here's the question of the day. Can an engram change? Can you grow up being taught that sex is biology and learn to dominate with your relationship approach, to switch lenses, to take one pair of glasses off and put on another? And the answer is yes. Unfortunately, it's really, really hard to do in most categories. And 
it often requires a certain level of natural trauma. That would be a traumatic experience in which your whole paradigm is forced to say, hold on, time out, something really weird happened here. And it doesn't make sense with these glasses on. And then you have to do the work to create something that does make sense using a different set of glasses. And that is painful. So can it shift? Yes. How? Very, very carefully. It starts with typically an external stimuli. Something that's outside of your ability to influence and control that impacts your internal world. And typically in such a manner that it's significant. Because if it's minor, it's super easy to you know go to confirmation bias and just blow right by it. Just be like, mm, weird, but moving on. And not give it enough attention. And so this... This external stimuli, it kind of hits you upside the head, jars your glasses a little bit, enough that one of the shades might fall off. And you go, whoa, wait a second, everything looks different right this second. And so at that moment, when you have that realization that everything seems a little different, you have a decision point. And this is, this is probably the toughest decision point. The decision point there is, do I continue to peel back the layers and see where this goes internally so that I can potentially understand the external world more accurately? A lot of people are terrified to do that. But if you do, what happens is you peel back a lens, you take off, say, the red ones. And all of a sudden you see red stuff and you're like, oh my goodness, I see stuff I didn't see before. And then you peel off the blue and you're like, oh my gosh, there's blue out there too. You take off the green. Oh my gosh, I can see trees. And you begin to see the world differently. The hard part is, even though you see the external differently, it's forcing you to look internally and say, wait a second. Why couldn't I see this before? Am I broken now or was I broken then? That's what people go to. It's unfortunate because it's not about brokenness in most cases. It's actually about why did I have this defense mechanism? That's not a brokenness. That's a natural tendency. We put these things in to defend ourselves, to keep ourselves safe. So why did I not see this weird practice? How about politics? If you see from the far left or from the far right, you see all these strange anomalies. Think about that. Try viewing it from the other side. If you listen to something like Dan Bongino, Put on the Young Turks. You're going you're gonna to hear a lot of similarities. And they would probably hate 
to be compared to one another, but they're basically the same from a totally different lens. They, they have a certain shade of glasses. They can only see blue. They can only see red. What I want you to do is ask yourself, is there something in your life that has sat uneasy? That is just, it's just a little bit off. Is it, is it, you know, your, your uh, view on sex, religion, money, politics, safety, drugs, violence? Is there a place where you justify just a little bit or a lot? You defend it as though it's the most important thing for some reason. And you can't figure out why you defend it. Or maybe you can. Because you want it to be okay. And you're working from the lens of wants, not needs. When you identify one of them, my encouragement Look at it from a completely different vantage point. I'll give you an example. I have people who come to me and they, they have experienced spiritual abuse. And I challenge them. Why? I'm not their religious leader. I'm a counselor. But I challenge them. I challenge them to say, okay, let's take a look at this. Is this Normal. Well, what is normal? That's right. What is normal? Let's look through a lens of what might be different than what you have. And let's see if we can figure out what's way over here on this side and what's way over there on that side. And then let's start working our way toward some middle ground and see if the lens that you're looking through is somewhere anywhere close to the middle area. That's how we do it. That external stimuli pushes us to look, look internally. They're like, okay, I have this lens. I'm going to look way left. I'm going to look way right from where I am. Like way out there. Like the most extreme. And then gradually come back to the middle. And sometimes people find out that they had a religious lens that made them susceptible to being taken advantage of. By the way, you see that with sex, with money and politics, safety, drugs, and violence, and many, many other things. So just challenge one. Just challenge one. If you are a believer in Marijuana should be legal. It should be legal because it's fun and exciting. If you believe that, let's say, take off those glasses and put on the glasses of it should be illegal and start creating the argument from the other side. Balance your engram. Truth is, many things can exist 
from one engram. We can create a mindset that we are a victim or that we were a victim in a situation. All from the same memory, that initial engram. One can take root and all future thoughts go through the lens of I am a victim versus I was a victim in a situation. And it creates a very different outcome. Look, I know this one was a little bit slower, a little bit more theoretical, but it's setting the tone. I'm going to hit some pretty tough topics in the next few uh, podcasts. So please keep this in mind as we move forward. Uh, this is not a, an official series that I'm putting together, um, but I am going to challenge men and women, and I'm going to do it differently. And I want you to think about your engram, your vantage point. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great day. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a look at our website at www.healthyperspectives with a dash in between the healthy and the perspectives. Make sure there's an S at the end.com. So again, www.healthy-perspectives with an S.com. 